Hi, this is Danny, the GM from the Lost Omens podcast, and Mina from the Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, visit ProfessionalCasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out Teespring.com slash store slash Professional Casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, BeardedDragonGames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code Professional Casual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code Professional Casual at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Welcome back to Good Papa 155. We're all still alive. Mm, Bruno might not be. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno has uh, made some bad choices lately. What? <laughs> lately? <laughs> I mean, just really this one. Having all those drinks. Yeah. Not not good for your insides. So what is a poison? Isn't it like bleeding? Isn't it's, it just damage every it's round? similar to bleeding. Yeah. He actually might be in trouble here. Uh, no. Good thing he's got a doctor. Right. In the house. Not on my side. I'm going to use <laughs> all my fate points. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, so po- so it won't happen. T- I'm going to go over it in the morning. Uh, that's when it'll, he'll be affected by it. This is when you wake up. Was, if I wake it was up. It's just too much. It was just too much. I'm really excited that we all get to make up a particular story mm. if he oh, yeah. tries to investigate. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so what Br- Bruno's actions from here on out until the until he wakes up in the morning are not JB's to decide. Yeah, which is probably better for Bruno, honestly. <laughs> well behaved he's been. <laughs> but we are getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. We need to first thank our patrons. Thank you so much for going to patreon.com slash professional casual and signing up to be a patron uh, at the $5 tier. You get the video for the show at the $10 tier, tier and above. We often forget to talk about you get access mm-hmm. to settling the Southlands. Our homebrew campaign there uh, comes out every other Wednesday uh, with Tim, Danny and Jess trying to survive in the jungles of the Southlands. Uh, you also get access to the PDF of that if you want to run it yourself. Um, great time, super fun show. Love it, love it, love it. Actually, starting to look into what's coming up after that because we're nearing the end of that ish. It could even be a boat. You know right. how much we've always wanted to play one of those. <laughs> in terms of recording, we'll probably be wrapping it up in the next few months, uh, but it'll probably be coming out for another year. Or so, in terms of episodes, we will see. But, but uh, need to check that out. It's a great time. Uh, super, super fun. But I want to say an extra big thank you to our top tier patrons at the King Ding Doppeldonger and professional cake sitter tiers like. I'm trying to think of a tune of a song to do this to <laughs> the pokey rap. I don't. Oh, yeah. We still need to write that. Yeah. Figure it out. Rob and Bastion and Dagna and Cider Drinker, Tony, Hot Hands, Otis and Leroy, Dr. D, Devil Pup. Iron Maze, Wizard Skills, Bicon, and Cider Drinker. Everybody had matching towels. 
Huh? It was kind of B-52-Z. A little uh, bit, yeah. 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 For sure. So thanks, But it y'all. wasn't a rock. As big as a whale. A drinker. And he's about to set sail. We're going to Marienburg? No. Oh. Definitely not. Ever. Don't go there. That's where Bruno dies, isn't it? Isn't that your doom? Yep. Pretty much going to Marienburg? <laughs> yeah. More or less. I finally got myself a doom. Did you look one up or it make did. one up? I looked one up. Like just now? That's risky. You haven't had a yeah. doom this whole time? No. <gasps> what? What do you got? Uh, I don't know that I want to tell you. <laughs> I need mm-hmm. to know. Three is thy number. Oh, mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In real life. One. <laughs> you beat me to it. Ah, in real life, three is my favorite number. It's like my lucky number. So, uh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have said that out loud. First off, yeah, thank you. I'm lucky. But, yeah. Um, you know the way you're going to die now is when Bruno adds a third barrel to that gun. <laughs> I, know. I know. I was oh. thinking when Mina kills the third party member. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> still, okay. Right. Well, Bruno's number two, so she's safe there. Yep. <laughs> it's just going to be my characters three times. We all know. <laughs> and let's be fair. Bruno's going to do it to himself. Mina doesn't have to do anything to him. That's probably yeah. true. He might just die here. Most of his problems <laughs> are self-inflicted. <laughs> so after it was a, it's been a while. I think it was. I forget when exactly it was. We were talking about uh, the very real possibility of JB retiring Bruno. Oh, that happens like every what three months or so. <laughs> it seems like I think it was when we were talking about going back uh, off Mike. We were talking about going back to Altdorf after finishing things up in Vickendorf, and we we're talking about the possibility of you actually staying at home with the kids and oh, decided not to and having a nice ending for Bruno. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> right, it was That's a big part of it before he got burned. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> That's how they get you. Every time. Every I time. I forgot where I was going with that. What were we just talking about? Mm. He was going to do that until he saw his kids for three seconds and I was like, oh, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, yeah, I lost my train of thought there. I forgot why I brought that up in the first place. Because um, Bruno might die because he's poisoned. <laughs> yep. He, he, might have to, he might have to use a fake point here. I don't know. Or resolve. How would it resolve? On how mean I want to be here. Yeah. Mean. But uh, before we get into that, you got a review for us? I sure do. I actually have a text review from Xpaxis. Ah. Okay. Hey, Xpaxis. So, thanks. He said, I have binged 112 episodes in four weeks and I'm super invested. I love the characters, still hesitate to call Lucky and Mina heroes and prefer protagonists. See my other review. (laughs) Missing Carl and I hope all is well with this player. Bruno reminds me of several former managers. Do with that what you will. Okay. Respectfully, X-Paxis. Oh, and I appreciate Mammoth very much. All right. So X-Paxis is the one. (laughs) Was it last episode that had that kind of crazy awesome name? Valve Rotor G Contribugal. Yeah. So that was X Paxes. Yeah. Yes, because I know he was a he is a patron now. Right. Yeah. And you can send your contribugals to mm-hmm. the uh network at PO Box G. 603 803 3235. Call that. Wow. Call that. Yeah. Yeah. Just go ahead and Call your contrabugles in. <laughs> Actually, please fingers. text me pictures of bugles uh, yeah. in different flavors. I really like bugles a lot. Like on your fingers? With or without keys. 
Uh, that's a buggle is the instrument. <laughs> I think it's how it's pronounced. Buggle. Buggle. Go buggle. I get nervous when JB goes looking at his character sheet and then looks at his computer screen and looks at his character sheet. What are you looking up? Makes I don't know. I got a lot of um, kits and stuff. Uh, tonics. Back on the boat. Well, I said you, I assume I that you guys all were stuff. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. totally assumed that too. You took the trappings off the boat. Good. Probably, uh, you know, next to your seat on the coach now or something. I, I thought all that stuff's gone. Didn't Dumpling mix that all together? And <laughs> <laughs> could have. Could have. Dumpling. How exactly would they have transported my act? We would we have transported my active project because it. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about it. It was just that. hanging out there in the coach. <laughs> it's just still in there. Carl it's, got a tarp. It's, just... <laughs> it's got a tarp over it. Wait, was it. No, wasn't he? Didn't you leave Mammoth in your uh, rented room at the engineering school? Yes. Hey, whatever's funnier is what I did. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine you have him with you now. Yeah. No, I've got other projects to occupy my time. Yes. Like like keeping Bruno alive from self-inflicted injuries. <laughs> Speaking That's of. a full-time job. Right. So you're at the inn here. Um, it's, it's a nice place. They have a big roaring fire. Uh, there's wolf and bear skins all over the place. It feels like you're in another world already uh, on the road to the northern realms. Uh, which aren't they really that far north, just relative to Altdorf. Um, but it's it's a pretty comfortable place. There's not a ton of people in here, but it's 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 not like dead quiet either. Um, if you just want to have dinner and hit the hay, you can do that. Um, if you want to hang out a little bit before then, it's up to you. Me and then Lucky have had a pretty chill day just riding in the coach. I assume um, Webby would be more tired being um, just out in the fresh air much more during the day. And Bruno has no idea what is going on. Yeah, I, I think that I would probably first make sure that my patient is OK. Uh, you know, um, if I can do some sort of medicine or heel check on him to try to give him better odds at the morning that will follow. Mm. Uh, I would like to do that. So, I assume that this is a thing that I have dealt with extensively in the past. There's not much to do in Wittgendorf except for drink yourself stupid. That's very true. He was usually rock gut, too. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you definitely recognize the signs here that he is not aware of what's happening. He is very much uh, blacked out at this point. Just yeah. too much of that welcome to Midland. All right, I'll I'll instruct Dennis to tuck him in and kiss him on the cheek and all that other stuff and administer whatever medicine is appropriate. I want to help too, so I'm going to do um, Uncle Chet's tried and true hangover cure, right? But you have to do it before the person goes to sleep. So I'm going to take Bruno's shoes, I'm going to pull them off of his feet. Oh, careful! To, Oof. I know it's. I am literally risking my life right now to try to help him. So, <laughs> but this worked every time for Uncle Chet and his friends. So I believe in it. So I'm going to take Bruno's shoes. I'm going to take them outside. I'm going to fill them with the dirt that is outside. <laughs> and then I'm going to take them back inside. I'm going to put his shoes underneath his bed. And that will help draw out the poisons from the drink. And it will help ground him here where we are. 
works him. every yeah. time. I don't know if he needs to eat some of the dirt. It might be worth trying, but... I definitely thought your tried and true method was just going to be to get him more drinks. <laughs> no. <laughs> I told that was, you that was a tried method, certainly. Right, I'm not going to try to kill Bruno. Okay. If I got him more drinks, that would be me actively trying to kill him. Well, you don't really know that. You just know he's stinking drunk. Yes, he's very drunk. and I After stealing your drink. <laughs> right? Which is fine. I didn't want it anyway. You, you would have probably given it to Bruno regardless. Probably. I never touch this stuff. So uh, is there any sort <laughs> so of check? You really only stole Lucky's drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you buy any drinks? Probably one. Like whatever's really watery. Yeah, like half a beer and uh, one boiled water. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Like just, I just, I don't want cold water in there. I just want warm water in my beer. Oh. Yeah. Oh God, so you're drinking like Coors Light? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. But I'll grab one. I'll drink it. I'll ace that check. Wow. I am a monster. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I'm going to mingle. I'm going to walk around. Uh, talking to those two uh, noble girls has kind of made me realize I actually don't know how to talk to people at all when we're not in super weird, grungy situations. And if we're going to be going here, I need to like have be able to have a conversation with someone without just lying every other word. Oh, I like that idea. Uh, roll me a D10. There you go. Just one. Five. All right. So as you're uh, talking with people, yucking it up, um, the local, their locals here. Uh, which, you know, again, you're just over the border into Midland. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, these aren't Reichlanders, but they're hardly different. Uh, but they start talking about mutants and bandits that continue to attack coaches passing through the Drakwald, which, you know, is the forest that surrounds Middenheim. Um, around Altdorf, it's called the Great Forest. It's pretty much unbroken between the two, but they're considered different forests by most people. Says the major coaching companies are hiring extra guards. Roadworms are recruiting in Altdorf and the surrounding area, but the Emperor has failed to send troops to protect the highway. Meanwhile, streams of refugees leaving Middenheim are at the mercy of bandits and beastmen. Wow. So, and the forest, I'm assuming, like you have to go through the same forest to get to Middenheim? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Road's getting more and more dangerous every day. So, like. Not this far south, though, right? Probably just up f- furthermore, like the whole way in between here and Middenheim. Well, what know, are people supposed to do? You're between the cities. It, it's kind of like a, you're going on a hill, right? So as you're getting more towards the middle point between the two, it gets worse. And as you get close to one or the other, it gets a little bit it better. Out. So we're, we're at like a thinned out part right now? More or less. More or less. Okay. That's going to go either way. Well, so geez. If you're heading to Middenheim, you got about five days left. So we'll have like days of just like moons and beast mans. Well, hopefully not if you're lucky. I am actually. You got a good uh good guard for your coach? No. But thankfully one paid to uh to uh you know be along with us. No. Oh well there yeah, well, I mean more than one would probably be best, but Yeah. Well Bruno does have a bunch of guns, but Oh, I don't guns know will if, help. Yeah, I don't know if you saw him earlier. He was the guy trying to get those horses to whip him. Yeah, he uh, doesn't know how to hold his liquor, huh? Uh, listen, he held it actually way too much, way too close. Oh, that's exactly what I thought I was going to happen. 
waking up in the stables with whip marks on my back. Be like, I don't know how I got here. <laughs> but so like, um, this is my first time in, in uh, the wall. The Drakwald? The Drakwald. Or Drakwald, I guess. Drakwald. Uh, are there like like regional games or things that people play? Like uh, in, in, in Reichland, there was this dude that would like just show up at like, you know, coaching inns and like play cards and that type of thing. Do you guys have like a, I heard something about like a ball game or something. A ball game? Uh, at an inn? I uh, mean, sometimes we, we got dice games. Oh, oh, okay. So they were talking about this festival where there's like this... Um, I don't know, Bergball, Middenberg ball, uh Middenheim ball. Middenball? Middenball. That sounds probably right. What is what is that exactly? Uh well it's, it's almost almost exclusively played in Middenheim. A couple other larger towns around have their own teams. Oh, gotcha. Um but it, Oh, it's like a team game. It's not something you can like play like in a Oh yeah, it's a team game. You're on a pitch and they gotta get a ball from one side to the other or something like that. That sounds pretty cool. It's getting more and more popular from what we know. Nice. Is it is it violent or is it like mostly just fun? I'm pretty sure it's violent. Vi- okay. I haven't seen it myself. Hear about it once in a while. Hmm. Is there like a like a big championship or something that they have for this type of thing? Probably. What do you think that would be called? The Minimball Championship. Nice. That's a great name for that. Uh cool. So you play dice games? What like what type? Like rolling dice, usually. I don't know. Do you want to play? Do you want to teach me? Uh, sure. Okay. What's this dice game called? I'm sitting on a fancy chair, kind of like a throne, right? You want to call this <laughs> dice thrones? Uh, they play. They teach you like um, what is it called? Liars dice. Okay. I'm really good at dice. <laughs> do you have any uh, advances in gambling? You gosh dang right, I do. No, I don't. Oh, okay. It's a basic skill, so you could test on just your intelligence, see how well you do. I rolled a six, so that'll be four success levels. So you pick it up real quick. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, you're like, you you're like I get this game. That's, oh, that's actually pretty fun. So what do you do for a living? Why are you looking at me like <laughs> because that? Because these are the things I need to know how to answer. So I'm actually very invested in their answers because I need to pick up how people respond to that oh, question. Because I can't say, oh, I hang out in the sewers and I... You know, <laughs> eviscerate rats. Uh, make an average gossip test. No dice. All right. So as negative one success level. Okay. So as you're check, chatting with these people, you're lucky's not quite getting it yet. They're a little put off by his directness and that he's very much a Reichlander. Um, again, they're not, they're barely over the border, but they still see that difference as mm. like a, a cultural moat yeah essentially um so like lucky hasn't picked up too much in that from this particular conversation okay uh mina you doing anything or heading to bed soon i think i'm kind of hanging out too and just getting a feel for the local flavor Mm, of of like oh what's happening what's the what's the tea what's the hot gas What's the hot gas? Yes. All right, so you're also kind of mingling with people around. Yeah. All right, roll me a d10. Four. The flavor is fireball. Fireball. I think I'll have four. <laughs> Four-a-ball. Um, so you hear um, you're talking with somebody who um, used to live in Middenheim, but they moved away because the rats of Middenheim sewers 
are not like any rats found in the South. Mm. Full six feet long they are, and some of them stand upright, wear clothes, and talk to each other in squeaks and chitters. Mindenheim's rat catchers earn their pay, and no mistake. That hmm. sounds crazy. Maybe we should go check out the sewers. No. Sounds as though being in the sewers and killing rats is uh actual good occupation to have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have a guild and everything. Mm-hmm. They're silver, right, Stannis? I don't think right away. But they get it there. It might be silver one, but I don't I don't think they're that high. Um, but you, they're actually a pretty well-respected position because they're very important and it's dangerous and people don't like rats in their basement. Yeah. Or house. Cool. Especially if they're six feet long and walk upright and wear clothes. Wearing clothes? Like, <laughs> God, most of my cousins don't even do that. Cool. <laughs> So you chat, chat to, uh, so while you're chatting with these people, yes. what's uh, something that Bruno gets up to? Oh my gosh. So while we are talking, Bruno gets up and he comes out of his room and he decides he needs to use the bathroom and he goes to the fireplace <laughs> and he stands there and he goes, Carl, I need to go to the bathroom. But there's no Carl to help him. Got him. So he just <laughs> In the fireplace. <laughs> um, so oh, it nice. can be before or after that, but uh, Lucky, what's something else that Bruno gets up to while he is not in control? Uh, so, yeah, so he gets behind the counter into the kitchen. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and similar. Maybe and maybe, it, yeah, maybe it's just that uh, uh, muscle memory. But he starts tying ropes to things because he thinks he has to have the boat still going straight down the right. <laughs> and he's making coffee. There's people yelling at him and he just keeps waving them off. Uh, and then he starts brandishing the gun around, <laughs> <laughs> no. holding the uh, the barrel instead of the, the stock. Mm. Yeah. Um, and just kind of like using that to enunciate points. Meanwhile, a few people uh, like kind of wrestled away from him and give it to uh, Webby, who they see as like his keeper. They're not wrong. <laughs> Every time he's seen throughout the night, he has different clothes on in different <laughs> locations. I have to keep dressing him. Uh, so what's Webby up to at the at the inn? Oh, well, we had a little kerfuffle at the beginning of the day with uh, not having the right map. So I am taking the evening to tattoo a map uh, from from the uh, from the map that we have onto the back of my dentist. <laughs> Poor Dennis. There's, there's plenty of room on him still. Sometimes I leave little notes for myself. You know, pick up milk. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't, don't inhale the fumes coming off of that guy's foot. Uh, but I'm, I have enough space for a map, uh, and I'm going to commit it to Dennis. And uh, that way we can sell the map. That's called profit. Mm-hmm. All right. Can I'll I never be without map sense. again. Uh, so while you are working on your map, I want you to make a easy gossip test. To see if you pick up an e- what, if you're what eavesdropping easy? at all. Easy's plus 40. That's too many. So I have to roll under a 95. Oh, wow. I rolled a seven. Okay. Uh, roll me a D8 quick. If you got one okay. handy. Four. So you overhear people talking about, um, since this place was is called... Um, something about the wolf, I for the wolf's head. Uh, you hear people talking about the followers of Ulrich are becoming even more militant. 
Not content with persecuting honest and devout Sigmarites, now they've begun picking on the priests of every other deity and even on the dwarves uh, who helped build Mindenheim. This is a ruinous series of tax laws have been passed targeting elves, dwarves, wizards, and priests in particular. You hear people just kind of grumbling about that and how um, these choices ain't right for Middenland and stuff like that. Oh, boy, it is great not to be uh, one of those things that you mentioned. <laughs> just a humble doctor. But you are none of those things. That's true. Is, is mm-hmm. Middenland like Ulfric Valley? I, I, yes, I think. Yeah. Okay. So, um, like Sigmar is very much the deity in the Reichland, right? Like right. He's revered all throughout the empire, but the Reichland especially because he was from Altdorf. It was called Reichdorf before that, but that was his hometown. Um, Mindenheim is like the the seat of Mindenland as a province, and that is like the city that Ulrich created. The um, the characters might not know this, but the 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 legend is that Ulrich smote a mountain with a big hammer to flatten the top of it. It's now called the Fallschlag Rock that Mindenheim is on top of. Mm. So they are, that is the seat of the cult of Ulrich is Mindenheim. Gotcha. Do I get a thing that Bruno does? I was going to say that next. Yes. What's something that Bruno gets up to tonight? <laughs> I think that the crazy thing that happens to Bruno is that uh, he meets various uh children who happen to be running around the place you know their parents are are off drinking or whatever uh and he tells them stories and is just generally a good father figure (laughs) (laughs) imagine one of them sitting on his knee he's kind of bouncing it oh god is this before or after i piss myself Oh, darn. Okay. <laughs> it continues. It's actually because one of the kids pisses himself and you don't want him to feel bad. Oh, wow. <laughs> Consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so good. A good father figure. <laughs> His nose is red with merriment this time. <laughs> All right. So everybody has a pretty nice night. Uh, Bruno probably won't uh, be happy about it in the morning, but... Um, eventually get to bed i assume the four of you are in one room with dennis standing in the corner whatever he does overnight maybe he leans in the the corner corner. he just puts his forehead in the corner and sleeps that way um but you're sleeping on beds they're not the nicest thing ever but they're not bad they're a bed it's not a hammock on the boat yeah um you slept on for a while i'm in the common room you're gonna sleep in the common room even though bruno bought a a room with a bed and everything yeah yeah. Okay. So okay. you get to sleep on like a bed of hay. Yeah. You know, straw. Yeah. Uh, it is really warm in there. It, it is quite cozy. Uh, the other four are really happy to have a room. Gunder isn't super pleased to be sharing it with somebody, but um, they spent most of the day with Bert. So uh, he doesn't consider him a total stranger at this point. Uh, but the four of them take a room, take the other room. Um, it's a pretty good night. I don't think anybody is down wounds or anything because we've been having a pretty safe time lately. But Bruno, mm-hmm. <laughs> overnight, as your body's trying to process all this alcohol, you do have alcohol poisoning. Sweet. So it says at the end of each round, mm-hmm. you lose one wound, ignoring all modifiers. All right. Rock also, you suffer a penalty of negative 10 to all tests while poisoned. So it's like <laughs> bleeding, but worse. 
Right. And this is on top of being drunk. You're negative 30 to everything else, but it doesn't it's not going to affect what's happening here. Okay. Um, so if you reach zero wounds when poisoned, you cannot heal any wounds until all your poison conditions are removed. If you fall unconscious while poisoned, you have to make an endurance test after a number of rounds equal to your toughness bonus or die horribly. Okay. Poison is nasty. But at the end of each round, you may attempt an endurance test if successful, remove a poison condition with each success level removing an extra poison condition. All right. A heal test can provide the same results. All right. Endurance but, test here. I got to imagine that I would I would have go. tried to heal test. Oh, my endurance is great. OK, you can endure a lot. Right. I tried to treat him, but he kept on swatting my hand away <laughs> from 10 feet away. <laughs> so you suffer as you're sleeping, you suffer one wound. Yep. And then you can make your first endurance test. All right. I need my endurance is a 60. So but you're at minus 10. 50. Right. And again, um, being drunk does not affect. Doesn't endurance. affect your toughness. Nope. So. Just <laughs> retching horribly in the morning. Uh, rolled an 89. Okay. So there's that's that's. So then you that. suffer another wound. Another wound. Is that another negative 10? No. Not right? another because it's right. just because you have one. If you had more poison conditions, if any, but like if Mina had given you another drink, I was going to give you another poison condition okay. on top of it. All right. All right. Uh, the second one is a 44. All right. That is. Uh, uh, that one, yes. All right. So you yeah. do. Your body does manage to process it after taking only two wounds. Right. Um, <laughs> you do wake up uh, in the morning fatigued because uh, you yep. did not get a restful sleep by okay. any means. Uh, again, you're sweating a lot. You sweat out most of that, um, and it smells uh, sickly sweet, like oh, fireball. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's great. And I'm ready to drive. Let's go. Let's get yeah, and you are hung over. Like your head is pounding. The any light, any light at all is too bright. That's okay. I could drive with my eyes closed. I've done them before. (laughs) It's very true. (laughs) Just imagine you just take that tiny hat on your head and you try to move it over your eyes, but it just falls off your forehead because it's too big, too small to sit on your head and cover your eyes at the same time. It's going to be really difficult to fire your departure shot. Oh, yeah. You should yeah, probably take a departure it? shot in addition. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, that's... I do feel as his physician that I should be able to do something about this, but I don't know how you want to rule it. Okay. What I need from you, Dr. Webby, is Thank I you. need two eye patches. <laughs> oh, I... I, I Preempted. I I foresaw this eventuality and have them right here. Okay, so I'll, I'll put an go. eye patch over each of my eyes, and I'm like, oh, right. that makes it so much better. All right, on we go. Then <laughs> I feel my way up to the driver's seat, and then yep. just lay down on it. <laughs> yep, that's my neck. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So everybody gets loaded back up after breakfast. Hmm. Some uh, Midland bacon and eggs. Yes. Imagine middle lamb bacon would be like Canadian bacon. Uh, again, not bad. Eggs are a little runny, but nothing terrible. I actually like that. You would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got coffee. Uh, yeah, a little. It's uh, it's extra. I I made it's it a small cup of coffee. So as they kept trying to get you out of the kitchen, 
Right. I'll have three or four cups of coffee. (laughs) They're a penny a piece. Nothing crazy, but worth it. All right. All right. So you guys get loaded back on the on and in the coach. Is Mina taken uh, back on top or are you going back inside? I think I'll get on top just because of what we kind of heard about how things are not super good in the driver's seat. Mm. Cool. (laughs) Um, Gunder will (laughs) climb up there as well. You guys expect any trouble up there? Yes, we heard um, some stories of, you know, bandits and whatnot. So we figured, you know, it's best to be uh, up here where we are uh, quickly available. You know, it might be worthwhile of fixing some sort of artillery to the side of this here wagon if we're going to be using it a lot and if we're going to be going through tricky territory. Oh, not a bad idea. For now, Gunder and I will be the artillery. Ooh, I like that. Mm. I'm going to use that later and not attribute you. <laughs> That's um, fine. <laughs> in the morning, you have a little bit of time before you get going. And Gunder um, said you uh, you asked him to teach you some stuff, right? Yes, I want to before. like do some like brawling or you know sparring that sort of thing um so he shows that he fights with a like a great axe a big two-handed axe okay um okay. so he offers to teach you how to defend yourself against something with a, a long reach like that when you have just your sword very good um so yes. it's a lot of like slow like he wants to um teach you like muscle memory like i'm going to swing this at you slow so you can duck under it and then like the other way slow low so you could jump over it yes. kind of thing um yes. and just kind of repeating that over and over again this is literally the kind of interaction that mina wanted from like her brothers and she never got mm-hmm. so this is like very nice for her well you killed the first guy who offered you that service yeah but it was like unwanted but now i do want it <laughs> He also wanted to, he offered that service in not a uh, safe manner. It was just his accent. <laughs> it was the same. It was the same words. Uh, so we get back on the road, Bruno, and have you make a drive test here. If okay. you're going to have two eye patches on, it will be um, a hard test and fatigue. So that'd be a negative 30. Okay. The horses uh, instinctively know where to go. So I oh trust boy. them. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, they do. <laughs> you actually made it. Uh, I rolled a seven. I, th- I mean, I thought you're going to be like, oh, I'll take one eye patch off to see something. <laughs> but OK. Yeah, the horses know what they're doing. Um, you notice uh, or others that don't have eye patches on both of their eyes. <laughs> Notice that um, like as you're getting set up, Mina can help with the horses a little bit. I think you were uh, learning a little bit very early yes. on uh, that Bert seems to know his way around the horses as well and helps get them hooked up and getting going. Hmm. I think maybe he may have helped steer them, like get them started in the right direction before Bruno was like laying on his side, just cracking the, the reins. Right. Not even just, <laughs> ah. Blowing the horn. <laughs> Foreseeing a potential coat? problem down the line, uh, is it possible that I can try to take some cues from? Uh, I, I would like to learn uh, driving oh, from Bruno. That's good. You could be my right and left hand. You really want to learn driving from Bruno? I well, he outranks me. I have zero ranks, and I imagine he has any. 
<laughs> um, so the result might surprise you. <laughs> the day before, when he wasn't drunk or hungover, um, and as he sober, as he gets over his hangover a bit more throughout the day, um, you can pick up some basic things. Uh, you can buy um, skills out of career. I allow it as long as you have a mentor. This, in this one case, is in career. a basic skill. No, this one's in career for a physician. Really? Okay. And okay. Yeah, it's it's right there on the first level. Okay, so yeah, you can That's definitely if it. you have some experience left over, um, you can put a few, put a, whatever advances you want in there over Maybe these I few do. days. Um, so those of you inside the the co- coach, and if the windows open, uh, Webby and maybe Bruno can hear. Um, Bert talk about this leg of the trip today. Um, you should be able to reach the forest hearth um, around lunch. And then by the time uh, before dark, you should read uh, today's just slightly longer. Uh, it's only uh, two miles further um, from Kootenholds to Brokel as uh, the next would be the next stop overnight. Uh, but because you're getting on the road earlier in the day than you were yesterday, it should be no problem getting there before dark. Should be no issue. The Forest Hearth Inn um, is called that for very obvious reasons. At this point, you are in the deep forest now. Um, it says it's a fortified coaching inn, stands bet- beside the road with nothing but trackless forest on either side. Um, and Burton explains it has 20 foot high walls with covered in spikes on the top to repel beastmen attacks that don't happen very often on the inn, but it's happening more often, more and more often on the coaches going there from the north or south. So, so why don't people put like uh, spikes on their coaches? Well, sometimes they do, but a lot of people ride on the top of the coaches and it just gets in their way, too. Oh, nuts. So what? What? how do you protect yourself against this type of thing? You travel a lot for your type well, of work. You got right? Gunders and you got the Amina up there and you got Bruno's gun. That's true. I do have Bruno's gun. What do you do to protect yourself? Uh, Stand by bigger people or run away. Oh, I also with that stick of yours. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, yeah. I'm actually really good at that. Ah, I, I I read a book about it once. I guess it's one way to learn. Mm-hmm. At this point, you realize he does have a sword on his hip. Oh, you actually you you can uh, ninja about or whatever. I, I dabble, but yeah, with my line of work, um, we have to be in the field to survey. Right. Um, so you don't actually collect taxes, right? You just survey taxes. Uh, I'm not a tax collector myself. Oh, no, okay. No, no, no. So you don't have to like worry about like people trying to rob you and stuff all the time. Because when I saw your sword, I was like, oh yeah, he's a tax guy or whatever, or related to adjacent to regional taxing. So he probably like needs to protect himself. Well, that's, sometimes. That's, oh. Okay. Is it where some surveying sometimes takes you to the wilderness and? Do, do you ever go to like there. go to like a place where like there's a bunch of people that are like we don't want to be surveyed because we'll have to pay more in taxes. Um, if I get to a place that I, I think may have issues like that, I typically just don't exactly tell them my position, <gasps> or I will tell them in too much detail and it will confuse the townsfolk. That's really so you like you're like a you're like a, a tax spy sometimes. Mm, I wouldn't label myself as such. Oh, okay. Well, you're spying on things to get information. Well, I'm not spying. Know. I'm surveying the land to find out exactly where things What's are. What's the difference between spying and surveying? Well, I'm just recording the topographical area 
and, and where people have settled in that area and spying exactly where they are. And spying on a settlement would be like finding out about the topographical area. Well, I feel like if I was spying, it'd be more watching the people themselves and what they're doing. I don't care much about that. I just hmm. want to know where they are. Okay. And where the roads are, where the rivers are, and we can label on the maps where beastmen are so people can stay away from the areas or the military can move in and remove them. Um, lots of different things that the the ISS does. Gotcha. So you give information to a military about particular places so that they can make informed decisions on it. Listen, man, I just think you should lean into the spy thing because it sounds actually really cool. I'm not a spy. Well, spy. what is I wouldn't the know the first thing about spying? Uh, what does the ISS stand for, really, at the end of the day? Is Imperial surveying spying. Service. Is surveying spying. It's no, the question it's you not. have to ask yourself every day when you wake up. I, I don't, I've never asked myself that question. Well, I mean, maybe you should. This master of conversational tact, and what has he done with Lucky? <laughs> He's like, I think I'm going to uh, survey uh, the surrounding from atop the coach. Nice. And he goes and climbs out. All right. So I asked him a lot about what he did. <laughs> and then he I ran away. Interposed some other questions. I think I did a really good job yeah. there. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so the day passes um, pretty uneventfully uh, on your way to the, I forgot what it was called already, the Forest Hearth Inn. Um, you do see a, a group of people trudging along, at least um, everybody but Lucky, because he's still inside the coach. Hmm. Uh, maybe taking a nap. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever actually. you're doing, reading a book. Nope. Talking to Driggs. <laughs> yeah. Griggs. Griggs is reading me a book, actually. <laughs> uh, but those outside the coach, you see um, a group of people um, trudging along the road. Um, it's obviously getting out of the way of the coach on a quick reminder that um, the Altdorf Mindenheim road is like a major highway of the empire. Um, so it's about 20 feet wide, uh, all cobbled. It's actually uh, maintained by elves re relatively well new. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, with like ditches on the side. It's even, um, Oh, what's the word pitched. where it's pitched. Um, so the water, you know, hopefully it doesn't collect puddles and things, uh, but it's actually well maintained. Hmm. So it's not uh, all that out of the ordinary that there are people trudging along it. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not crazy. How do you say hello to the people on the road? Sup? Like, is there a specific way to, to do it on land no. as opposed to on the river? You pretend to not notice them and roll the windows. Yeah, they're they're pedestrians. Do I say like, ahoy? No, that's a boat thing. Maybe it's Ho Boy instead. Ho Boy. Yeah. Ho Boy. Do you actually call that out to yeah. people? Ho Boy. And they're like, uh, uh, hello? People are so friendly. Can I make a perception check to see if I hear Mina yelling for at people? Uh, you don't have to test for that. Oh, okay. We'll assume that window's open for Webby to talk to and you hear her go, hello, yeah. Ho Boy, or whatever it was she just oh, said. I'm going to run to that window like a dog. What do you do for a living? <laughs> 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 And they're like, survive. Oh, nice. I did that, too. Wow. Uh, it's a group of like a dozen or so people. Uh, looks like it might be a couple families uh, sort of thing. And you see like um, adults with big packs, uh, a few kids mm. um, walking along with them. It, how's the road? Uh, the way you guys are coming? Were there a bunch of like mutants and beastmen and stuff? 
Not, not today. No, we've been lucky. No, I'm lucky. <laughs> well, yeah, you're in a coach. You're quite lucky. Oh, have a good trip. And I'll throw them a hat box. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would never. <laughs> I was going to say, how many items do you have listed there? Let's roll to see which ones you threw overboard. I would not there's, do that. There's only three, and they're all very special. <laughs> what if it was uh, the third one? That was my fancy sash. <laughs> <laughs> what children need to help with their survival is a fancy sash. They're going to look and so, so much this, better surviving. <laughs> this group of random people are observing that our coach driver <laughs> is entirely blind. All patched up. <laughs> Laying there with two eye patches on. Yeah. And he's apparently having no problems. <laughs> <laughs> the horses know what to do. Every so often I'll be like, Meh, on the horn, just to let people know I'm coming. Just imagine you're laying there with like one, like the, the reins are kind of in one hand, but yeah. Webby's actually just holding them next to you. Yeah. I th this happened the first time you guys were on a coach yeah. where Bruno fell asleep and Carl just took over, <laughs> didn't mm -hmm. he? Yep. Yes. <laughs> I think it was because you were too drunk, wasn't it? <laughs> Everything is a circle. It's <laughs> a wheel. Oh my goodness. So if you're joining us for episode one of Kapapa here. <laughs> but it, it's really hearkening back to that. We're traveling along the same road, mm -hmm. the same woods, the same terrible coach driver. Mm-hmm. Just this time you didn't have to steal the coach. Well, nope, never mind, you did. <laughs> <laughs> you stole it from somebody yeah, after you yeah. killed them this time. Instead of stealing from after you got them drunk. Before you killed them. And yeah. then they woke before they I woke up. I think that's up. technically mugging, if I may. <laughs> I just love full circle that is. It's so great. Uh, but the rest of the morning is uneventful until you get to um, the forest hearth. And it's just as um, Bert was describing, 20 foot high walls around this place with spiked Spice. tops. Um, but the inn itself is uh, it's nice. Sweet. It's really it's pretty much by it is by itself here. There's nothing else going on. It's really just um, stop along the way. Um, you learn pretty quickly that most most of its business people stopping during the day, uh, but it, it is an inn. Uh, some people timing it differently will get here at night to stay overnight as well. But um, they have like ready lunches for they know people to stop quickly mm -hmm. and then get back on the road um, for sale, of course, um, would be uh, five pennies a meal. All right, we'll uh, uh -huh. we'll stop and unload the horses and no, no. rest for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nice lunch, right? Uh, good dinner, right? This place looks fairly defendable. So I think uh, we should stop here for the night. Bruno, it's like, it's barely lunchtime. You said lunchtime. All right, lunchtime it is. All right, let's do lunch. Yeah, so looking at the map, um, it's pretty much exactly halfway between Kutenholz and Brokel. We'll, we'll, we'll plan to stop. For, the plan is to stop for the night. Yeah. Yeah, halfway between. That's I already made it half the distance. It's all good. I don't. I, I half I really the distance, don't, full pay. Don't think that's, we could. I don't think we should stop here, man. Yeah, that's what you said about last time, and then um, that horse won't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> to be, I mean, to be fair, you got pretty fresh with it. Mm -hmm. I only said it had the man parts of a man. Yeah, I, I, I still haven't kind of mathed that one out, but. <laughs> 
All right, he's because also screaming curva at them over and over. <laughs> oh, that, you can't say that. Uh, because Bruno did buy a map, I did share the map in uh, the Discord chat, um, showing the the path here from Altdorf to Middenheim, uh, with the stops that are typical. Uh, so we're at the Forest Hearth Inn, which is interesting how differently it's labeled than all the rest. Why doesn't that look like my map? Oh, you had to go over a bunch of moles. Uh, that probably okay. has more detail. Yeah. Well, detail, yes. Topographical detail, not so much. Uh, so essentially, this is what the map that Bruno took looks like uh, here, showing Altdorf to Middenheim. Not a lot of detail, but showing the road and the major stops along the way. So you see your yeah, third-ish. All right. Here right, we let's go. Let's get some lunch and then, and then saddle up again. How's the old head going there, uh, Bruno? You feel any better? Uh, it would be better with dinner and then a nice sleep. So I think that's what we'll do. All right. If, uh, if, I, if you need to be put to sleep, you let me know. All right. That's literally half of my inventory <laughs> is designed to make people fall asleep. Um, so I know that I'm not Bruno's physician anymore, Dr. Webward, but um, if you wanted, I, I did. Please call me Big Uncle Eddie. But, uh, but I'm sorry, sir. Uh, Big Uncle Eddie. Uh, I, I do have some things that I, I've kind of used um, in the past to kind of get Bruno up and going, especially when he's been a little. Over yeah, I'm sure that you do. All right. I Guys, 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 don't fight over me. I'm not. What? I'm just I want to keep moving because no, I think we it's, should get it's to the good. festival as you soon as possible. You could still be my physician and Webby, you could also be my physician. Right. You just have to, like, divide me in half. Right. So somebody gets the top half. Somebody gets the bottom half. Who wants the half. bottom half? He's so hungover. He's turning a little southern. He's also <laughs> he's also being very fresh with me. Describing <laughs> dividing himself in half is is basically mm. foreplay. Yes. <laughs> uh, but no, we're not fighting over you because right. it, it's more like a good natured bullying uh, from me to Lucky. There's definitely enough of me to spread about. I will I will allow him to deal with the elbows. Okay. It's actually the that one is, part I never want to touch on you. That's, it, that's as much as I'm willing to give. Okay. Uh, I can caffeinate the heck out of your elbows. You need uh, to pick me up. Nope. I'm I'm good. You want two? No. Small. I I like just I like keep my coat on. Okay. Uh, can you do it with my coat on? Uh, I can, but I gotta go through your mouth. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Maybe I can place it on your elbow and you can eat it off your elbow. Oh, yeah. Does that work? Sure. Once again, I think you know the drill. You just chew on it for a while. <laughs> oh, what Lord. is happening right now? I'm not. I don't sure. know. <laughs> I looked away for five seconds and I am so confused. I'm caffeinate Bruno's I'm, elbow. I'm putting weird root on Bruno's elbow. Oh, and weird he's root. eat it off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. And uh, I'm I'm trying to get everybody to stay overnight at this inn. Unsuccessfully, maybe nobody wants to stay overnight here. Yeah, not that it's a not, not a, a decent place, but yeah, nice and safe. From halfway through the day, from the beastmen's. Mm-hmm. Yep, I heard hey, some listen. rumors. If there's been people like walking today, I don't think there's actually any beastmen out. Plus, we have Mina and uh, Grunkard, and we're fine. <laughs> oh, oh, and I don't know if you knew this or not, but like Bert. Has a sword too. 
Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Does he a- have a sword in the same way that you have medicine? No. Oh my goodness. I no. I think it's like a real sword. Oh okay. Oh, Bert has a sword, and you know what? He should be in the driver's seat. Bert, get up in the driver's seat. All right, good. The horses know what to do. I'll, um, you know, just to get people started, I'm like, I'm going to take a nap now. And I whip the horses just to get them moving. <laughs> of course you do. I'll I, keep I assume them. we're mostly doing this song and dance at every stop where we're like, we have to coax Bruno back onto the right. coach. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a trail of pretzels or something. Halfway out and like into the place. Like, all right, guys, we're no, no one's falling. OK, all right. He's got two eye patches on. Just lay him down to the coach <laughs> and say he's in an inn. <laughs> Just tell him he's in a bed. Yeah. Uh, so it might take a little bit longer than typical, but you do uh, stop for lunch, have some food, get back on the road. Get Bruno wherever he needs to be to cause the least amount of trouble mm-hmm. and crack that whip and move on again. All right. Uh, the rest of the day is uh, pretty uneventful. Those of you outside the coach do notice as the day goes on uh, it getting slightly uh, noticeably colder. Ooh. Um, you know, you're not in the sun too much being in the deep forest here. Um, you start to see um, some frost here and there. Uh, in the places that are even more in shadow, like throughout the day, like if there's like a fallen over tree with the big old roots sticking up underneath mm-hmm. there that doesn't get any sun, might have a little bit of frost. Um, we haven't seen any snow yet, but um, it is getting closer and closer to winter and you are heading north. So it's getting a little bit chillier. Huh. Eventually you reach Brokel. It's an unremarkable small town. Uh, Bert explains uh, serving as a market for the nearby villages of Kupfengrud and Guthurgul. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I'm butchering those. You ready for this spelling? Yes. K-U-P-F-N-G-G-R-U-B. Yeah. Kupfengrub. And Guthugel. G-U-T-H-U-G-E-L. That was my mom's middle name. <laughs> He also asks Bruno as he's laying there, either on the the driving board or inside the coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this isn't a Four Seasons coach, correct? Uh, it is if you say it is. Oh, I mean, like we saw yesterday, I'm sure they'll want um, uh, proof. Uh, the 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 main uh, in here, uh, the Brookle Arms, is owned by the Four Seasons. Um, so if this is not a Four Seasons coach, we'll have to go stay at the Market Inn, uh, which isn't. Bad per se. It's just smaller and not quite as well kept. Yeah, we're gonna go there. Okay, very good. To a dive in. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say I have been enjoying this trip. Of uh, nice furnishings in here, and the 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 uh, uh, room and board included in the the trip fees has been uh, appreciated. What do you mean room and board included? I mean, well, you're the coachman. You paid for it all yesterday. Yeah. Including that drink that was uh, not exactly what I was expecting. I know they make them strong there. Yes. I wonder what drinks we'll get here. Uh, But I'm um, looking forward to a comfortable bed again tonight. Thank you, coachman, sir. You're welcome. This is the only kind of treatment you can expect from Big D Swines. No, no cuddling this time. No one else will do these things for you. Remember that. Bruno, you're paying for all of their room and board tonight, too. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Literally what he just said. 
Yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about because I'm going to charge him for like the everything I later. Bet, I bet that's going to happen. Yep. Charge him for the everything. <laughs> Here's your bill. And on it, it says everything. Super numerate. Easy. I got to be a better businessman. Yeah. Got to be a better lot of things. <laughs> Same. Just a better human would be a good start. <laughs> I don't see the percentage in that. <laughs> ROI is actually really poor. Um, so I'll I'll bust in, be like, I'll need room. Kicks the door open. And um they could get their own rooms as well. Like, oh, uh a room for each? I for each of me, yeah. <laughs> well, there's one of you. Great. Slap me down for your best room. So how many rooms are we getting? How many well, did you say are with you? Uh well I I only how see me with me. You, so how many humans can you fit in a room? <laughs> uh, the, the rooms are built for four. Oh, all right. So well, me and I can shove three others in with me. Very good. Um, yeah. The the least smelliest, I guess. What about the uh, other? I see there are others getting out of your coach. More than four. Oh two, yeah, they are. Two or three rooms. I don't know. Let's uh, let's ask them what they want. Like uh, you got a common room or something, right? Uh, no, we don't have one of those here. Wait, what? All right. Well, then they got like. Um, There's not a common room here. Uh, no, uh, we currently have um, six uh, individual rooms open and, and a few dormitories. What are oh, dormitories? Uh, more long term. Okay. Stay. Hmm. Bruno, I think that this might be a really good opportunity to uh, get the name out. For big dick enterprises okay by, uh, by pay by paying for their room just for these few first few customers and then the rumors will spread and then we never have to do it again <laughs> so okay is there another inn in town with a with a common room oh there is uh the brokla arms but they only uh it is a four seasons exclusive well you're and- a four seasons driver this came we came from a four seasons lot didn't we well, I, isn't yeah. this a Four Seasons commissioned job? It is a Four Seasons commission well, job. Like yeah. the coaches we get here, I don't see the Four Seasons emblem anywhere. Well, no, oh. it's a big dick. Coach. You know what? We do have a Four Seasons emblem, and oh. I take off Dennis's shirt, and the map has an emblem on it, and I tattooed that emblem <laughs> onto his back. Like, I'm afraid that doesn't. I mean, I don't think that would count, but it's not my in. Really? Where does it need to be tattooed? Well, typically it's on the coach and, and, and the driver will wear a, a badge. Oh, but again, I mean, we, we serve all those that aren't uh, Four Seasons. Um, You're more than welcome to stay here. It's uh, 12 silver for a room. Highway robbery. And I try to haggle him down. Okay. I'm going to help. It's going to be a aid? difficult haggle test, which uh, a Webby aid will uh, negate that to make it back to just challenging. Okay. And I browbeat him. And I also entice him with the nice smell of my coach because I'm like, hey, check out this coach and how nice I am. Also, what are you, trying, what are you nagging him? <laughs> my, <laughs> my gun's not loaded. Um,. But I gossiped, no, haggled Haggle. for three success levels. Wow. 
So you just confused him wow. until he fell in love with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of argue circles around him until he's just kind of, yeah, you browbeat him until he's like, okay, fine, it's 10. All right, good. You haggling down to the standard 10 silver per room. That's not how haggling works, but okay. <laughs> so 10 silver for me and... You don't get paid the 10 silver. You know that, right? (laughs) (laughs) 10 silver from you. (laughs) I'm going to haggle for a common room. And uh, it doesn't go. Yeah, they don't have one. Yeah. Well, but is there like a broken dormitory or something I can sleep in for cheaper than like being in a room? Yeah, the stables with the horses. Like I did last night. That's you an option. Just sleep on your, in your coach if it's comfortable, I guess. No, you can't but sleep in We don't have a common room for someone to stay in. You That's can stand in the corner like a dentist. Yeah, I guess I'll stay in Bruno's room if, if he's paying for it already. And we don't allow people to stay in in the, the tavern area anymore since we had a few incidences. What type of incidences? Well, just people being people, ruffians and such. Oh. Mm. No, I, I'm not going to stay up throughout the night to make sure people don't break things or whatever. So we just don't allow it. Fair. So when do you close? Usually when things quiet down, there's not a specific time. Gotcha. How long have you been operating this particular establishment? Is this uh, your primary vocation? Yes. Yes. This is my establishment. I've been um, started up uh, about 12 years ago. Great. And um, you do things for fun yes I have hobbies what are they Uh, I enjoy fishing Uh, there's no river that goes to Middenburg we have ponds oh I mean you gonna do this every time listen man I'm just trying to figure this out (laughs) Uh, make an average gossip test here average you say uh, we just slide right under. Yep. Okay. So this guy's so like tired from being about, you know, the arguing with Bruno for like 10 minutes over a few silver that he's much easier to talk to than people you met yesterday. Hmm. Um, so you feel like you're, you're picking up some of these social cues and getting a little bit better at nice chatting with people. Nice. Beautiful. All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> All right, so that is uh, day two down. We are uh, roughly ha- almost halfway to Middenheim in Brokel. Uh, so we'll see how far we can get next time on 156. Hmm, we're living on a prayer. Because we're halfway there. Almost. Wow! Not to get to Middleveg. That's stupid. That means halfway there. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol vlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolfwarp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol 
Protocol Povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.